The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golpe with Remax, the Golpe team. Welcome to the Golpe Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamperin. I guess we can say Christmas Edition as well. Merry Christmas to one and all, and hopefully everyone is going to be uh, safe and happy this holiday season. And uh, what a barn burner of a show we have for you today. We're going to look at what some are calling a robust housing outlook for Hamilton Burlington in the year ahead. We're also going to uh, take a look back in time when we were small and kids and thought about what would a million-dollar home look like? Uh, we'll also get into interest rates and a whole lot of local stuff as well. But I want to remind you, if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a house, call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That's the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And you can also check them out on social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, or X. They're all over the social media game. We'll begin as we usually do. Rob, what is happening in your real estate life this week? Well, uh, one thing that we did earlier this week is our uh, we have a meeting at uh, towards the end of every year, our leadership team. So I got my uh, media guy, like uh, graphics and marketing, uh, my personal assistant, my uh, director of sales, and, um, and it, 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 there's about seven of us. And we, we actually get away from the office. We get away from the area so that we're not interrupted. No phones, no, uh, no laptops. And we sit and talk about, uh, um, you know, some of the things that we've accomplished over the year and, and things that we want to achieve in, in the new year. And um, it's been per- pretty good. This is our third year doing this. And uh, it's, it's amazing. So we hire a company that come and help us direct us through this. And, uh, and it, and it's very, uh, enlightening. Um, it, it, it positive and it, we feel like, you know what it like, we run, we run our business like a, like a real business, not like, um, you know, like, you know, just off the cuff. We don't do that. And, and, and I know, uh, a lot of realtors, they do do that, but we, we have meetings, uh, with the leadership team every single Wednesday morning at nine 30. And uh, so we talk about, you know, what needs to be done and, and all the, you know, things that we're, we're trying to accomplish our goals and everything like that. So, so we accomplished quite a bit in 2023, which was fantastic because we looked at everything that we, we did and it was great uh, to see that we did that. So, you know, we did a little bit of an aggressive plan for 2024. So that was, that was pretty good. And we actually stayed in Jordan. There was a, uh, in on a 20, the, the, the hotel there was fantastic. It's like a conference center that, you know, they had meeting rooms and stuff like that. So we spent two days there, two days in, um, there and it was fantastic. So looking forward to 2024. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. When you look back at 2023, it w- and you mentioned you hit, you know, many of the achievements that you wanted to hit. Was there one thing in particular you were happy about or maybe surprised that you actually did so in this challenging market? Well, it, it, you know what? The, the hard thing about this market was my budget was based on 2021. So like for marketing and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, when 2022 came in and 2023, I did not scale back. And I kept the, the marketing the same way. 
And most people would have scaled back, but I took, so what happened was the company made probably less money, but I kept everything else the same. Right. So uh, just be, like I could have, I could have scaled back quite a bit and just say, okay, let's, let's, the margins weren't working out. But I think coming into the new year, doing that is going to pay off. Um, and we, we, we did see a lot of other real estate teams uh, scale back and we just kept going. We kept pushing through and, 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 and kept uh, going through. And, uh, and, and we saw that it, it did make a difference in our sales um, and, uh, and, and everything else. And education wise, we have, we have full-time trainers that train our agents, make sure that uh, they're always uh, trained and experienced and everything else like that. That was one thing that we, we spent, we spend a lot of money on training with our team, which, and we'll never give that up because that's, that's the most important thing um, that uh, our, makes our, t- our team successful. But uh, yeah, no, we've, we've accomplished quite a bit of things. Uh, there, we've, we've written down a bunch of goals for next year um, and we're looking pretty excited. You also recorded a sudden sales spike in the last week. What's going on? Yeah, like um, I there like it was quiet, and I always say usually the the end of the month is always when it picks up. So this is telling me um, we know buyers right now they're sitting on the fence. They're sitting and sitting, waiting, waiting, and I I think they're waiting to see if the market's down. The market the market is down now. Like if you buy a house now in four to six months, you're going to say, I'm glad I did it. Uh, because, uh, and you're going to say, uh, you know what, but in four to six months from now, the housing prices are going to start climbing again. They're going to, I mean, and like right now there's deals out there. There's deals. The market was dormant for a bit. It picked up a little bit because there's only so long that it can go with hardly any buyer, like buyers buying. Buyers need to buy. They're just sitting and waiting. So now they're saying, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And the ones that are doing it now, they're getting good deals. We, we had a listing in Burlington and this, this listing in Burlington should have sold for probably 1.1 million, 1,150,000. It should have, you're not going to believe it. It sold for 950,000. So that tells me, yeah, exactly. So there's good deals out there. Now, Burlington, I, 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 and it happened last year and I predict it'll happen again this year. You go and buy a house and aggressively negotiate on a house right now in Burlington. You close on that deal in probably uh, April or, uh, or the end of March, uh, April. You will make a uh, hundred to a hundred and fifty thousand quickly. So you buy now, close on it uh, in the uh, middle of uh, April or, or or middle of March, and then put it up for sale a week later. You'll have it sold again, and you just made a hundred hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> I know, and that and, and that's how it happened last year, but. You know what? Being in this business such a long time, you get to know you get to know the trends. You get to know the what what people are are doing, and knowing what happened last year, um, it it, it kind of, I think it's going to repeat itself this year. Uh, and the re- and the reason why I feel that is uh, because there is a shortage of homes, and because people are sitting on the fence. That tells me people are going to come back. We like our sales picked up just this past week. Like it just, I couldn't believe it. Like I'm looking at the sales numbers and I'm going, Oh, you know, like what's going on in this market? Like I, you know what I mean? Like I'm hard on myself when it comes to that. Like I'm very uh, competitive, I'm driven, all that kind of stuff. And and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And, and it, it just keeps me uh, on top of things. Like I, I always, 
I always run my business at, uh, like in fear, always, and which is not which is good because that means you you're, you're going to be on your toes, but it's not good because you're going to be maybe stressed all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. but but I always do run my business uh, in fear. But but sales did pick up this past week. Uh, all the agents say, hey, things uh, you know, I did this, I, I I got I got this one sold, I got this one sold, we got this one sold, which was fantastic, and. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I think the, the numbers for uh, December uh, for the golfy team will be pretty good uh, once the, uh, the month month is out. That's great to hear. And, uh, All, yeah. Also very surprising to hear that 409 homes sold for under $500,000 this year. I didn't even know there were homes listed for under 500 k I know. You know what? And and I wanted to see how much there is. There are so many good deals out there. Okay. They may not be in the best areas. They're, a lot of them are, are north uh, of, uh, of Cannon Street or Barton or, or whatever. But there was one that I sent you on on Burton Street that sold yeah. um, this year, which was, when did that sell? That sold in October. I got to tell you, that one there, I saw that. And I, you know, that, that came and it, it, it probably come out. You can't look at every house that comes up, but that one there, I can't believe it. It was on the market for 72 days and it sold for 245,000. Mm-hmm. This is a nine, 900 square foot home. And, uh, and I, I don't think, I'm not sure if it had a basement or not, but it was on Burton street and the house looked great inside. Yeah. Like I, like th- th- there's, that's the opportunity where you can buy a house and, and in my opinion, that house in 10 years, you put $50,000 down as a down payment, but, but that's if you're going 20%, but you can go in with 5% down on this house as a first time buyer. So that'd be like 10, $15,000. And that your 10, $15,000 investment will probably quad like quadruple because this house Almost in 10 years. So that means the house appreciated, let's say, another 250000 to keep the numbers round. So your ten fifteen thousand $15,000 made another $250,000 in 10 years. Wow. Not a bad investment. This was a great investment for either somebody moving in or somebody buying as an investment property. They're, they're out there. There's a lot of properties that sold in Hamilton under the 500 and even in the 200 range. Uh, and some of those were that needed to be torn down. And, and demolished and rebuilt or some of them like needed outside and inside and all you're going to get is just the frame of the house but the opportunities are the out there in hamilton and that's why i feel hamilton next year is going to be a good year for uh, real estate uh, if anybody's looking well in this home that you sent me the the on burton street sold for two hundred forty five thousand dollars. when when we talk about affordable housing this is proof that affordable housing does indeed exist in this city, you just have to look in the right places. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're here. They're here. And look at this. They were asking two ninety nine ninety, right? Again, this is the market was dormant. This is opportunity. Like I said, people buying today, you're going to, you're going to say, thank God I bought uh, when I did, because it's going to change in the next three months, four months. But, uh, but yeah, they're, the affordable housing, it, it, it's out there for sure in, uh, in the Hamilton area. Still to come on the show, we are going to look at a number of different topics, including what is expected in the Hamilton Burlington housing market in 2024. More on that still to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show. Don't forget, if you want to sell your house or you're on the market to buy a home, do yourself a favor and call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That is the Golfy team at 905-575-7700, 905-575-7700. 
855-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And check them out on TikTok, Threads, X, Facebook, Instagram, you name the social media platform, and the Golfie team is dominating it. And if you have a question or a topic idea for a future program, send the Golfie team an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. More of the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, next on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Merry Christmas episode. Christmas weekend is here. A safe and happy holidays to one and all. Got to go online if you want to get your house sold or in the market to buy a house. RobGolfie.com is the website you must visit. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And call the number one Remax team in Canada. That's right, the number one Remax team in the nation, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. This is, I think, going to be a fun topic because when we were little kids and we had visions of, well, sugar plums dancing in our head, but million-dollar homes, we had a we had a picture in our mind of this glorious mansion, immaculately landscaped, maybe a butler, a couple of Bentleys in front, uh, the reality is, Rob, that's a very different picture today, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. And I showed you the difference. And uh, as a kid look, growing up, uh, people would look at it, oh, it'd be nice to live in a mansion. You know, all those <laughs> shows on TV that you see, yeah. all these big, beautiful houses. And then now a million dollar house is kind of like a, an old 1950s bungalow with, <laughs> with, with a garage yeah. that needs 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 repair. That's what a million dollars gets gets you. What a disappointment in uh, in uh, in this world and in, in life that we have that a million dollars gets you. But and, and it's not going to change. It's it's uh, uh, it, it we're we're going to have Canada is going to be probably one of one of the top three countries, four countries in the world uh, expensive-wise to live in. And it's just, we're going to be known for that. And and it's going to take a long time before it changes. But uh, but the prices aren't dropping like like 30%, another 30% down again. Like it's it's just sitting there. Like, I mean, there's de- like, but there's still deals. We have to accept that, uh, that where, where the prices are. But you can get deals, especially the time of the year that you're buying. In, in 20 to 30 years from now, will living in that million-dollar home now be considered a luxury? Um, it, it will be. Um, in 20 to 30 years from now, I truly feel that owning a detached home, single-family detached home, will be like like just luxury alone on its own, whether, whether it's, like, beautiful or not. Like, you know, the kids will be in, uh, you know, after on their class uh, high school reunion, they get back together ten years after they graduate, and they're saying, "Hey, yeah, where are you living? Well, I'm living in a you know an apartment, or I'm living in a you know duplex, or I'm living in a townhouse." And one guy says, "Well, I'm living in a detached home." Whoa! Like you're going to look at that person, even though the detached home may not be the greatest. You know, it, it needs a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But 
detached homes is going to be kind of a luxury to a certain degree because the way the, the way things are going, you know, like there, the governments are allowing people to have a build, uh, build infrastructure, build within the immediate core of the downtown areas, like in the city centers and they want uh, density. And uh, so um, it's funny how life has gone because in the fifties, um, when a couple got married, you know, one spouse would go to work, right? He, he would be, he's the main uh, breadwinner and mm-hmm. he'd come home and, and you know, and, the, and the, the other spouse would stay home and, and raise the kids and, and they could live on one income. Then as time went on, probably, I don't know when that, that started, it's the 80s, um, you, the, 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 the second spouse, uh, the other spouse started working. So now what happened was now you got dual income. So when that started, those people were able to buy a better house, a little more value and, and, and upgrade the house. But then everybody started doing it and that's what drove the market up. Right. Well, now, now, um, people need an apartment in the basement. So now you got the couple that has, uh, dually, like they got income, both of them, but in order to afford a house, they have uh, a basement apartment to, to rent out so they can afford the house. Well, now we're going into fourplexes and, and things like that. So, so it seems like as generations are going on and on and on, we need to find other avenues of money to pay for the house. And, and that's what seems to, to happen. Like in, in 30 years from now, you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to section off your basement into two or three different like bachelor units to afford to buy, to live in, in your house. And, and it's just, uh, it's just the way society's going. Uh, I mean, we just like wages just went up in the last like two, three years, um, um, uh, that hasn't gone up in a long time. And we were living at like wages didn't move at all for a long time. And they did just recently because of the how everybody needed more income to afford anything anymore. And is that going to happen again for another 15, 10 years or 15 years where wages all of a sudden they stop and they, and they idle there for a while before it, they it's forced, they're forced to get increases in wages. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that I, I can see it with the the multi density push in this city and many other cities that that's that that's going to be a reality in twenty to thirty years for sure. the uh, The latest Remax Housing Market Outlook report is out and it shows that Hamilton real estate and Burlington's housing sector are expected to be robust in twenty twenty four. So the prediction is that in Hamilton, home sales are projected to jump by two percent. Prices are forecasted to rise by 3.5% to around $830,000, and the city is going to be in a balanced housing market next year. And over in Burlington, home prices expected to surge by 4% to around $1.15 million, and um, sales are expected to rise by about 3%. And again, Burlington will become a balanced market. Are are you on the same page here? Are you expecting kind of the same? I think it's going to be a little better than that uh, for next year because um, it, it, I don't know if it's a gut feeling, but I just think that this year went through a lot of people just kind of sat back and, and waited. And I think, I think we're, we're going to, we're going to see a, a, the increase in pricing 
better than the three or 4% or 2%. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see more sales. I, I truly feel that it, it will be a balanced market. It just depends. It's going to, it's going to, timing is going to be an issue next year. And that's going to be the hard part where to find out. So for instance, like, you know how you say February is a good time to get your house on the market. Well, Niagara, it's usually, it falls behind in Niagara. It's, it's March. And you know, it's like, it's like the, the queen Elizabeth way is the way didn't get there just yet. So they're <laughs> always behind. And, uh, but I do feel that next year will be a good year, uh, uh, for both buyers and sellers. And, but seller, but people that are selling, um, if they could wait it for 2024, they'll actually do a little better on their house. But if they're, uh, but if they're buying at the same time, it, it just equals out anyway. But yeah, no, I think 2024 is going to be uh, a fantastic year. I, I'm more optimistic about 2024 than I was in 2000, uh, at the end of 2022, thinking about what 2023 was going to be. So mm-hmm. I'm really I'm, I'm excited for 2024. This uh, report, again, it's the REMAX Housing Market Outlook report, also shows that single-family homes are expected to drive growth in Hamilton in 2024. And that should come as no surprise. We, j- we just talked about it. That's still, it's kind of like grabbing the brass ring. It's at the top of the wish list. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it, uh, it, it's, t- it's tough, but, um, but, and also interest rates are probably going to come down. Yeah. So it's, it, I, I'm telling you, like, it's just, we haven't had any interest rate hikes, uh, I think two or three months in a row or anything that's like, been stable. And they're being very cautious in what direction they want to go. They always say, well, we always can go up in interest rates, but it hasn't, uh, they, they haven't done that at all. Well, and that, that is kind of the feeling and and what Tiff Macklem, the Bank of Canada governor, had said back on December 6th, the last time that they had an opportunity to either raise or lower or keep the status quo, and they kept it at 5%. And, and he was saying, listen, in 2024, it's likely that the rate is going to go down, but also, you know, cautioned, I think, consumers from just going nuts and spending because, well, it's still going to be at 4.75%. And if there is a secondary hike or secondary decline in the key lending rate from the central bank, it's probably going to be another quarter of a percentage point. So by the end of next year, we might be sitting at 4.5% compared to 5% from a house buying and selling perspective, is that going to be a big factor in what people are going to do next year? Oh, absolutely. And, and the one thing is that the, the Bank of Canada is going to be very cautious and watch that very closely. They don't want to all of a sudden do a drop and all of a sudden it just spurs everything and then we got multiple offers. They don't want that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it's, and, it, and it's not good because that drives the prices up too much and too fast. Um, but they're going to be watching that very carefully. They're, they they know they need to drop uh, uh, interest rates for builders to build. They know they need to do that, and because uh, and and because we have a shortage of homes, we've been you know saying that for quite, quite a few years. So they are going to watch that very closely. So they may do a quarter point drop uh, sometime in the late late spring summer. See how it goes, and and if it may uh, spur a little more activity in the market, but not crazy be good. They may do another quarter point maybe in the fall. It, it's hard to tell which direction they're going to go, but but they're going to watch that very closely. And uh, yeah, I, I think timing wise, you know, like I said earlier, um, timing wise now is good. You're going to get a mortgage, get it a one year open so that you can actually, you know, negotiate and get another more like another mortgage if you can get a, a, a price drop. But I would get a one year mortgage now. If, if I was getting 
or go variable, take the risk and go variable because mm-hmm. the rates will, the rates will drop at some time mid to the end of next year. When it comes to an interest rate drop and we're expecting one, maybe two, as I mentioned next year, when it comes to mortgage renewals, because we know that there's going to be millions upon millions of dollars that are going to be spent when people are renewing their mortgage. Maybe they're coming out of a five-year fixed in which they had a one and a half or two percent, you know, mortgage rate. Now they're going to be looking at five, five and a half, six, six and a half percent. Do you get a sense, or maybe you've already seen this, that people who have renewed their mortgage are thinking, wow, I can't afford this. I have to sell. Are there any or many instances of that? Yeah, there is. Uh, absolutely. People know that even um, they, they, they got, they're getting out before they can get in trouble. Um, and it's sad because they work so hard to, to you know, own a house. And, but, I mean, they'll leave with some equity, but hopefully they don't, you know, spend that equity on something that is non, you know, like on stuff that doesn't increase in value. Mm-hmm. But let's just hope that they, you know, find a way. Some of them are downsizing. Uh, I know a lot of people are downsizing on, on, on their mortgages. Maybe they bought like a, a $1.2 million house. I mean, that was something they wanted, but maybe they didn't need, and they're dropping down to maybe like a seven, $800,000 house. Like they're going to, instead of a big two, two-story, four-bedroom, uh, fairly newer, five-year-old, uh, two-story home, they're going down to probably maybe uh, a seven, $800,000 bungalow that's built probably in the 50s and 60s and, you know, may need a little painting and a little bit of work. But it's, a, it's manageable and affordable for them and, and, there's, and they still own real estate. And, and a lot of people are, are going that route, and, uh, which, is, which is smart and, uh, because they'll still own real estate and, uh, and they'll still have uh, control of owning a, a house instead of renting a house. Uh, the, 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 the biggest problem about people when they rent is landlords, when they sell the house, I mean, they have to up move. It, it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And that's, that's a hard thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I guess there's, you know, there's a number of options. Either you can you can downsize, which many people are, you know, going the rental route might be a good short-term play if you don't see, you know, the 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 home that you want to downsize to on the market. Um the other option too, and I'm not sure if this would be a factor employment-wise would be to move out of province. And in 2023, we saw a lot of that. A lot of people moving to Nova Scotia, a lot of Ontarians moving to Alberta, a lot of people in BC moved to Alberta. Um, so that's another option too, but again, that is employment based too. If you're, if your place of employment doesn't allow that, you're kind of, you know, in, in a pickle. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, Calgary is one of the cities that is seeing, uh, an influx of, uh, migration of people, uh, moving from Ontario and, uh, British Columbia, mm-hmm. affordability, housing prices are great. And, uh, and it's a beautiful city to live in. I mean, like it's, it's gorgeous. I think they've got. Uh, more sunny days than any other city in Canada. I think Calgary was known for that. So I mean, it's it's not it's not a bad city to live in, but uh, but people are, are are moving around, and that's probably one city people would probably out move again if, if their job allows them to. If they're but a lot of people are you know work out of their home, they, and they can do it as long as their company doesn't uh, request them to come back to the office. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, they're in good shape. We got one more minute in this segment. This report also identifies that open houses are really no more, which is funny because there's a home on my street that went up for sale recently. And the first thing they did within the first week was have an open house. And I don't think it was very busy. Have open houses just completely died? 
No, I th- I think open house. I think I think they're wrong on that because like we 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 do both probably on a like not right now because of the holiday season, but um, we, we're we're doing sometimes thirty to fifty open houses a, a weekend. Wow. I mean, meaning like thirty to fifty different homes. We have open houses. I mean, we got a large team, and they're doing it. And and I'm I'm you know texting a lot of the hey, how's your open house doing it? And, and I can gauge on the different areas and the different price ranges and see um, who are looking. And in the lower price range, there's a lot a lot of buyers looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them are 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 feeling the market out. Uh, they want to buy, but they're just kind of they're kind of scared just because of of they're unsure about interest rates, unsure about pricing of, of the housing prices. And everything else, but then all of a sudden, for some reason, I don't know if it's in the air that people start, you know, they all jump in at the same time and buy. And, and <laughs> but, but but people are looking. I do believe in open houses are still still busy. When we come back, we are going to talk about underbidding. We've talked about overbidding many a time here on the Golfy Real Estate Show. This time, the other way around. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Merry Christmas episode. Happy holidays to one and all this weekend. Call the number one Remax team in Canada if you want to get your home sold or you're in the market to buy a house. The number one REMAX team in the nation is the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can follow the Golfie team on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Threads, and X. Great social media content on those social media feeds. And for an instant home estimate, you're kind of wondering, hmm, wonder what my home could sell for in the open market. Go online to golfyhomevalue.com. That's golfyhomevalue.com. And uh, get a pretty good idea of what that uh, what your home could go for if you had the Golfy for sale sign on the front lawn. Underbidding, Mr. Golfy. We haven't really talked about <laughs> underbidding, I don't think, ever on the show. Uh, if that, it it's, was probably happened years ago, but it is, it's in fact taking place in places like St. Catharines, just down the highway, Guelph, another city that uh, underbidding is occurring. Um, are we seeing any of it in Hamilton, Burlington, or even Niagara? Absolutely. I, I'm going to tell you a story that I've been working on for probably about 10 days. <laughs> and <laughs> so I've got, I've got this property. I just sold it. I just sold it this week. So I got this property. It's in Niagara Falls. And I, it was on the market prior with a, another agent. So they called me in and I, I priced it right. I said, here's the price. They go, okay, great. No problem. And, um, and I go, we're going to get, we're going to get people, we're going to get action on it. We're going to get offers, but, but we're going to probably reject a lot of offers. I got a lot of offers. They were all low, hmm. Rick. They were all low. And it's not, and and they like we were asking nine hundred. These guys were coming in at eight hundred and thirty, eight hundred and fifty. Uh, like they weren't coming up high. And and I and and I'm telling agents, hey, we want very close to the asking price. If, if don't bother, don't waste our time. Just say we will get it. If if we don't get it now, I, my clients will get that number. And and these and uh, these agents from out of town, especially in Toronto, they 
they, they, you know, it's how you convince them. You have to sell them, right? This is where the sales. <laughs> and and uh, and I was telling this agent, and he comes in with an offer, and no pro- no problem. And we were working with him. Then another offer comes in, the ne- the next the same day, and so I t- and then I told the other agent that came in with the second offer, uh, it come in at eight hundred and thirty. I go, you know, you're in competition. <laughs> I'm like, we're asking nine hundred. She goes. Oh, oh, do you think, and then, and then she, she's telling me verbally, well, you think they'll go 840. I go, no, I go, they won't go anywhere. And then, and then she, and then she goes up another 10,000. What about 850? I go, listen, I said, go look for houses that are in the 850 range. We're not, we're not doing that. So, so she ends up sending an offer for 860. Um, so we just rejected it. It, uh, this house did sell close to, to asking, and, uh, but I did convince the guy, say, listen, we will wait. I told, I told my clients that, listen, your house will sell. I priced it right. It will sell. And, and we actually got very close to the asking price, close to the 900. And they were really happy with that. And they, they, they were happy that I stuck my guns and that I convinced the, uh, agent that, uh, we will get that. If not now, we will get it next year. And, uh, so anyway, they're, they're really happy. We put the deal together. And it is, but there is a lot of underbidding going on. It's, it's, and it's tough. Like you, 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 you gotta be tough and, and, and the negotiations are, are getting tougher and tougher. People um, are coming in 50,000 uh, less a hundred thousand. It just depends on the price point, but you gotta, you know, if you know, you got your house priced, right. Stand your ground. Cause they know it, but they're just trying to get a good deal. And it depends how strong the agent is. And if the agent is strong to stand up to the, to the buying agent and say, Hey, here's why we came up with this price. Here is what it's worth. And then they'll, uh, uh they'll, they'll, they'll come up to that price, but you got to convince them and you got to show the confidence in your, in your ability to, to, to sell them on the fact that you priced it right. And, and certainly when there are multiple bids that are under the asking price, I, I'm sure it plays with the psyche of the home seller to think, is my home price right? Oh, absolutely. It, it does. Now, if you have a, if you have an overpriced house, um, you, and you're getting all these offers below it, it kind of like, especially if you get two offers and, and they're both very similar in price and it's like, and they're both of them are 50,000 less. You'd be saying to the homeowners, say, listen, you know what? This is what the market's willing to pay right now. And these guys are competing against each other. So like they, you know, like, so you have to look at that. And, 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 it, and like, it's, it, it's tough, especially in Niagara. In Niagara, a lot of low bids. And it's, it's like, I just had uh, uh, my son-in-law goes, hey, uh, when do you think we should put the house? Out? I said, wait till mid-January. I said, don't do it now. Uh, he And he lives in... Uh, Niagara Lake. And I said, just wait then. I said, you know, I, I go, if you put it on now, you're just gonna, you're just, you're just gonna date the listing. So just right. put it on then and, and, uh, and wait. That's a little nugget of the experience that you will get if you call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, to get your home sold for top dollar, 905-575-7700. 
online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. They are the two most searched words on the internet when it comes to real estate, at least over the last number of months or so. I'll tell you what they are when we come back on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. So too is Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax Escarpman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today. You'll be calling the number one Remax team in Canada, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can also go online to golfieluxury.com. Earlier on the show, we were talking about million-dollar homes. Well, a lot of those are on golfyluxury.com. Before the break, I mentioned the two most searched words on the internet when it comes to real estate, separate entrance. Rob, how many times have people that you've been showing homes to have asked you, does this home have a separate entrance? Absolutely. It's a, it is. People ask, we, we are, and we actually put that in listings. Separate entrance, private uh, uh, for like in-law situation and, and duplexes and stuff like that. Separate entrance is is very important. You're going to start seeing a lot of two-story homes built with uh, a side entrance. Uh, you're going to see that. Sometimes people, uh, when they're going to the builder and they're saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, they can add upgrades and stuff like that. A lot of them are starting to put a side entrance into the uh, two-story, which leads to the downstairs, which they have the opportunity to build an apartment there, and it goes up to the main floor. So you're going to see um, separate en- uh, separate entrance. Is it is a keyword? I, I'm 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 not surprised. It's it's uh, it's the number one search term I'm on, gonna, on Google. I'm going to guess too that. Do you think this could be a staple in new home builds as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, because they, they know builders are uh, builders are, are are using that also as hey, uh, uh, we have a side separate entrance yeah. for you know a possible in law setup because usually two stories they have the front entrance and then they have the 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 back sliding doors leading to the back patio and but now they are adding the side entrance so they're they're adding you know like the sidewalk that goes up the side of the house. And, uh, and then, and then you have a side entrance. So your staircase to go downstairs, uh, it, uh, on a, on a traditional, just regular two story home, uh, is not going to have, it's going to be at the, at, at the side of the house going downstairs versus in the middle where you have an open, you know, spiral staircase going downstairs. It just like your, tr- you know, just your basic house, two story, probably 2,200 square foot, 2,100 square foot home. And, and it just allows them to have, uh, a basement, uh, a basement entrance privately. And, uh, and those are, and those are going to go like hotcakes. Cause that's, that's what, that's what's selling right now. Does that add more value to the home? I know it's a, it's a hotly searched item, but in terms of value, if you have two houses together, they're exactly the same. One is a separate entrance. Is that more valuable? <laughs> it is. It is. You should see when you, we're walking through a house and, and, uh, and looking at it 
and uh, we're, I'm hoping there's like a little kitchen. And, okay, well, there's a microwave. We can use, you know, that could be an oven. You got a little refrigerator. You got a sink there. <laughs> oh, we'll call this an in-law. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like somebody could, I mean, we're trying so hard to find, uh, like try to, try to make it so sellable because the people that are looking out there, they're looking for uh, like an apartment downstairs. They are looking, they need a house that they either can have an extended family live in the basement or, you know, rent out the basement. They are looking, looking for that with a separate entrance. And uh, so when we see that, that's like for, for realtors, it's like gold. And because we know, you know, especially with the migration that's coming into Canada, um, a lot of families, you know, they need the help uh, uh, with the rental income to help pay for the house uh, being new in Canada. And um, so they, they want that uh, additional income to help pay for the mortgage. Uh, and that's why separate entrance is, is huge, huge. Uh, and it's going to be even bigger uh, in the next five to 10 years. We talked earlier on the show about multi-unit housing and how it is going to be quite popular in places like Hamilton because we're not growing out, we're growing up, and we're looking at a lot of vacant spaces in this community to build these multi-unit facilities. Vancouver's doing the same. And actually, they passed a zoning and development bylaw to say, listen, we have some areas in the city and where we're going to build these multiple unit dwellings. When it comes to our neck of the woods, you know, I think of Ancaster and Dundas in particular when it comes to maximum height. We, we're definitely going to see these multi-unit housing uh, pop up in the city. Do you anticipate any big changes in Ancaster and Dundas when it comes to the height restriction? It, it, it's hard where they're going to allocate where you can do that. Um, I, I think there'd be a lot of uh, backlash, especially in yeah. the higher end neighborhoods. But you are going to see that if there's a lot in, uh, in in a regular residential, maybe even newer neighborhood, you can build a uh, you know maybe a, a two a two family home or or four family home in there on a small lot. You know, I'm, I'm sure height restriction is going to be a factor, but you can subdivide that. So, I mean, we're going to we're going to have major parking issues because we, we, we talked about this before, how people sometimes, you know, every person has a car. So how many cars can you fit on a on a lot that has two, three fan or four units in there? It's going to be tough, but but they're going to allow it. They're going to you know, they're going to bring it on and, and it's because they want to go high density. Final minute of the show, uh, I, I want to express our uh, gratitude to the Golfie team and uh, informing our audience each and every week about what's happening in the real estate world, offering uh, the whole Golfie family and the whole team a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I'll uh, give you the opportunity to do the same for uh, our listeners here on CHML. Yes, Happy Holidays and Merry Christmas to everyone. And uh, please be safe and uh, and don't drink and drive, please. Thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We are back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.